This is the Folk Music Notebook. You can tune in at home or on the go. Just go to the Apple iTunes or Google Play Store, download the Folk Music Notebook app, and enjoy the show. It's free. And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco, and hope you're having a wonderful Sunday afternoon here on WFUFM and also simulcasting on folkmusicnotebook.com. And I am very excited because we have a very special guest, a very special friend. Um, you've heard her on this show a number of times over the years, whether it was part of Red Molly or part of her solo career. Well, she's she's got a new album out, and I think it's just terrific. And we're going to talk to her about it today. Uh, the album is called Dobro Singer. And when the word Dobro should be a dead giveaway, of course, <laughs> it's Abby Gardner. Abby, how are you? I'm good, Ron. So good uh, to talk to you and see you. I mean, yeah. you know, not the radio people can't tell, but it's nice <laughs> to see your face on the Zoom. Uh, it's good to see yours, too, because uh, you were one of the last faces I got to see in concert before the pandemic hit. Uh, yeah. You were playing at Ethical Brew in, in Teaneck, and just a few weeks later, we went into this lockdown, and you know, we've oh. come around, but it's still... Uh, Still, a bit, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, you've yeah. been busy. Now, I remember when we, we talked back in, I guess that was 2020, I guess it was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all the years of going together now. But I, I remember you, you were telling me about this album, the, uh, the idea that you had for it, and now it's it's finally out. Dobro Singer. Mm -hmm. It's it's just you, your Dobro, your voice, and some incredible songs. Uh, yeah. it, it, it took a while to get produced, huh? Yes. Yeah. It took a while to really, you know, settle on which take to use and to get the arrangements and, um, you know, also just emotionally dealing with a pandemic and all that entailed finding ways to make money. I mean, sure. this project was super important to me, but uh, just being a human the last couple of years has taken more time, <laughs> I think. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I can see where, uh, you know, it, it it's obviously difficult. I mean, you, you've been doing some online shows, and uh, mm -hmm. you recorded this in your home. Uh, this 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 album, and you know that's. Yeah. Uh, I think you've done some things like that in the past, but it's it's got to be challenging during a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because there were there were less external distractions. I was home. I wasn't, you know, running mm -hmm. around touring the country. So I, I first thought, oh, wow, great, I get to stay home and just do this, but. Um, you know, I didn't have that breaking away from being at home to kind right. of shake me out of my stuff sometimes. And, and yeah, it's, it's interesting being alone in a, in a <laughs> tiny, tiny little, you know, uh, I was trying to figure out the square footage, but basically if I stretched my arms out, I could touch every wall of uh -huh. the studio. <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a good studio, <laughs> good soundproofing, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have some soundproofing in there too. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I am, I know when you when we first talked about this album, uh, you know, you had the idea, the concept for it. Um, did it evolve over time? Did you? I mean, you knew it was going to be you and, and your dobro, but yeah. I don't think you had all the songs at that point. You were still kind of in, right. the, in the planning stages. How did, how yeah. did, it, how did it happen? Yeah, it, it took a while to select the songs and also just to um, get the arrangements together because my challenge that I was determined to do is make it sound like a full band, 
um, you know, covering the bass lines, covering the rhythm, throwing in the lead lines like like an electric guitar player would, but also singing and not getting in the way of the vocals. So and uh, and also harmonizing with my voice. I love harmony. Uh, you know, my Red Molly days are still with me uh-huh. and uh, I love harmony. I didn't want to let go of that. So I I snuck in some little harmony. I would use air quotes, but you can't see them uh, singing. <laughs> right. On the dobro to back myself up sometimes. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, took a long time to figure out how to play those and then practice them. Um, and, uh, you know, some songs that I, I was trying to get ready for this album really didn't come together and balance it out the way I thought it would. And then other songs slipped in, um, and, uh, and took the place of those. So it, yeah. it did change form to answer your question uh, <laughs> over time. And there were some that I just really like the, the song too many kisses. I really never thought I'd record that, but it just, it felt like it balanced out all of the, uh, um, the other songs that were like more dobro-y, you know, more, right. <laughs> more, more solos. Well, what, what I love about it is it, you know, you, you mentioned about doing harmony and everything with yourself. Obviously, it takes a mm-hmm. little uh, studio manipulation to do that. Uh, but it has such a, a good live feel to it. I mean, as I'm listening to the album, I can just see you on stage. I can hear you. I can hear you smiling when you're when you're singing some yeah. of these songs. It, oh, it good. Really, it really comes across as a as a personal uh, album. So you've, that's hard yeah. to do when you're sitting in a room by yourself, I guess, recording. Yeah, I I really wanted to make it sound like we were sitting in a living room together. So so when I'm talking about harmony, I'm not actually singing with myself. There's no overdubs or like added parts to it. It's just that I'm playing a a note on the dobro that sounds like a voice. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It it does bear a little explanation there. But it kind of, if you don't listen too closely, it kind of sounds like another voice. Yeah, yeah, it does. You tricked me there. Singing the harmony. Well, yeah. listen, I, w- I want to play one of the songs to, so we give Great. our listeners uh, an idea of it. And, and this, I guess, is one of the early songs, um, mm. uh, Down the Mountain. I know you released that as a single, and uh, I believe it yeah. also won some awards, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, it got on the, um, the Masters of Slide record that right. um, Phil Ledbetter put out. I couldn't believe when he, he called <laughs> me about that record. It's all a bunch of, like, real fancy Dover players, you know, Grammy-winning people. Um and uh, he wanted me to contribute a track to it. So that's the first one I recorded. I really got down to business to, to get it on his record. And then, um, and then I went from there. Kentucky coal. My daddy was a man. 
Down the Mountain, the song that uh, kicks off this wonderful new album, Dobro Singer from Abby Gardner. And Abby is our guest today on, on Traditions. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, that the, the, the song was uh, chosen to be a part of that, the album of, of Dobro players. Uh, and your, your history with the Dobro, I know we, we've talked about this in the past, but I think it bears repeating with, for our audience mm-hmm. who may not have heard. Uh, you... I, I don't know if you would say a latecomer to the Dobro, but I mean, I think you really picked it up when you were with Red Molly. You weren't really yeah. doing Dobro. I remember when I first saw you as a solo artist before Red Molly, it was just you and your guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I was almost 30 years old when I started Dobro. It was, wow. uh, uh, yeah, I came around to it later than most people might. But it's funny that the more people I meet that play Dobro when I go to camps and teaching and stuff, it is an instrument that draws people later in life. So as far as the dobro goes, I'm one of the youngsters um, because it's it really accepting of people with arthritis or you know people who are these crazy great guitar players, it starts to wear on your hands. So mm. a lot of them will come over to, to dobro eventually. And it's really, it's kind of amazing and beautiful that there's an instrument that's like, come on, you know, <laughs> you can still play. Like sure. it's time to go, you know, start sliding. So it's, oh. it's pretty awesome. Oh, it, it was, was it a hard instrument to learn? I mean, you may, you make it sound like it was a piece of cake, but I, I imagine it was a little tougher. Than yeah, <laughs> it is. It is tough. Cause there's no, I mean, there's frets, but it's mostly visual. So you can't just put your finger down and make a note. You have to get in the right spot you know, right. slide it up. And uh, yeah, it does take, it's a, there's a learning curve. Um, I'm trying to break down that learning curve a little bit with my online lessons and stuff to get yeah. more people into the dobro because it, it can be a little tough to get going and to, to make some good sounds. So uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned the, the, the lessons uh, that's on your website, abbygardner.com. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it's called Wood, Woodshedding. Is that the uh, yeah. series? Woodshed. Yeah. yeah, the Woodshed. Because uh, traditionally, you would if you're learning an instrument and you're practicing, nobody wants to really listen to that like <laughs> over and over again and the squawking and the weird sounds. So um, I went out to my little shed in the backyard here in Jersey City. I mean, it's, I'm not chopping wood out there, but um, <laughs> but I go back there. It's, it's a bright green shed, and I just thought it would be a fun place to 
to film. It looks like I thought you went to a studio or something when I saw the pictures of, yeah. the, of the shed. You know, wow, what a great backdrop. Oh, okay. So it's functional as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit, I now I'm kind of regretting it because it's hard to, I can't film in the winter. And yeah. also you'll hear helicopters going and <laughs> my neighbors getting in fights. So, I, mean, I don't know. It just adds to the ambiance, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> uh, well, it's sort of a non-traditional, traditional spot for uh, for practicing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, talking about traditional, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's be honest here. I mean, it's not an instrument I hear a lot of women playing. You were mm-hmm. uh, kind of a pioneer in a way. I mean, there are a few, some really good ones, but you yeah. really kind of brought it out more into, into the public. Yeah, that's part of what I want to do. I was thinking about it the other day. Um, you know, there's Sally Van Meter and Cindy Cashdollar, yeah. and the, those two are the ones that I really think of as like some of my heroes just blazing the trail. Um, and then, I, you know, I'm another like professional female dobro player, but there's not a lot like that. No. That's like for the country. So um, one thing that I would love to do, I, I have some students that are that are women and uh, eventually I would love it to be completely um gosh what is the word for it but like unremarkable that i'm Mm -hmm. female and i play dobro i would love it to be so ordinary that that's not what makes me special about it that there's so many of us you know so that's that's kind of where i'm headed it's it's kind of a funny goal to make myself unremarkable (laughs) but i don't want it to be that that makes it different you know right, i want it right. to be just the specialness of the songs or the way i play or you know just like anybody else so. well i i, I think you're succeeding because uh, it really is uh, hey. when you listen to it you you can't well obviously you hear your voice you know it's, it's a woman yeah. singing but <laughs> but the uh, but the, but the beauty of this album um you know as i was saying before i mean it has such a lovely live feel to it and um, the you. quality of the songs, uh, you know, you, you've, you've done some co-writing on here, but a lot of these mm-hmm. songs are, are solo uh, songs that you wrote. Um, yeah. Were, were most of the songs written before the idea for this came or what, while you're in the middle of the sessions? Yeah, a lot of them came before I started. Um, and it's. It's interesting. Uh, there is one song in particular that, oh, well, maybe two that I wrote during the project. Um, and uh, it's funny. It's hard to have a lot of control over which songs <laughs> will work together. I looked at my list at one point and I thought, oh, no, I don't have anything like any just regular Dobro songs in G. That's what everybody plays in G all the time because that's what it's tuned to. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm calling it Dobro Singer. I need something in G. <laughs> so I, I, the last song I recorded was "Those Memories of You." It's a, um, it's a more sort of from the country bluegrass realm. Um, right. But I, I put a little bit of a New Orleans two beat <laughs> feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> Blues it up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, this a couple of different styles that you can hear, you know, weaving in and out of this album. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. another song on here that I really loved. Uh, it's a song that you uh, co-wrote with uh, Will Kimbrough, "Born in the City." Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. tell us a little bit about this one? How did this one come to be? That was my first co-write with Will, and I hope one of many because he was such a pleasure to work with. He's a, I've always uh, admired his guitar playing um, with Emmylou Harris. But when I first went to um, 
to write with him in Nashville, we set up this meeting and it's like a two hour thing where you just like almost like a blind date, you know, you get there and you get right into it, writing songs right away. It's super personal. But I came down with a, I was holding on to this little lick, the, the slinky little lick that you'll hear at the beginning. I made up this, this little pattern and I liked it, but I couldn't figure out how to make it into a song. And I thought Will is the perfect person to help me with this because he's real guitar player kind of guy. So, and he's got that just Southern kind of groove to him. So I brought that and it was a combination of that and just like getting to know each other. He was asking about me growing up near New York City and what did I like about it? Meanwhile, he was, you know, when I first arrived, he was heating up some rice and beans, leftovers for lunch mm -hmm. and all of this stuff. You know, it was also a time where there was, we were just talking so much about racism and its impact and how when I was a kid, I thought racism was over. Yeah. You know, my, my school was just this Benetton commercial of everyone being from a different culture and it was beautiful and we celebrated it and it, it was special. I, you know, uh, it, it was, it's interesting how naive I was back then. And mm. I kind of, I missed that. And I kind of wish everybody could have that feeling of just, it's special to be, to be different, you know, that, that kind of thing. So that, that conversation plus the lick that I was working on and our backgrounds together ended up turning into this song. Everything went into it.
Burning the City. That's Abby Gardner from her new album, Dobro Singer, and a song that she co-wrote with Will Kimbrough. Uh, kind of shows both worlds there, not more than both worlds, a, a number of worlds that uh, have entered your, your life, your music, growing up near the city. And uh, yeah. as you were saying before about you know the, the differences uh, when we were growing up, uh, mm-hmm. see, seeing racism and thinking it was a, a done deal. I and mean, here we are in 2022 and yeah. uh, still some work to be done, but, uh, you know, I, yeah. I love, I love songs like this. Cause I, I think it reminds us of, uh, you know, we're all in this together in, in, in many respects. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a different way yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a uh, different way, you know, you, we talked about uh, the different way that you did this album. It's just you and <laughs> and your Dobro. Uh, were, the, I, 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 were there any times you said, gee, I wish I had a band with me. I wish I had some backup <laughs> singers. Or, uh, I, I mean, uh, did you have to uh, reconstruct the songs just to have it just for you and, and your Dobro? Or did you have other ideas in mind when you wrote some of these early songs? Um, no, there wasn't really a time where I thought, I wish I had a band. I just kept thinking, how, how can I, like, what's the most important part of the band right now? Um, like at the beginning of some songs, I would start with a bass line or I would start with a rhythm or just start right on the vocal. You know, I had to make all these careful choices, Mm um, by putting myself in this box and, and saying like, it's only going to be what I can do live if the power goes out, you know, there's no tricks involved. How do I make it the most, you know, bring out the most important elements. And it, it really guided my arrangements really well. And, uh, it was, it was fun because I had some people before I, before I even started on the project, I had some people arguing with me saying, well, I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna have Craig on there, right? Like Craig is my, my husband, he plays bass. He's my favorite bass player, but no, he was not hired to be on this record. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they're like, but you're going to have to do that. No, no. I just kept saying no and, and being determined, which, you know, it did limit which songs I could do um, and how I did them. You know, there's not there's not layers of things. It's mm-hmm. just it's just voice and and dobro yeah right so so in essence these songs as you said where you you were writing them as a solo artist um mm-hmm. but but when, when is that a normal way that you write when when you do a song or do you say gee this would be a good song for red molly or this song would be good to have craig join me uh, or uh, yeah I, when when you're writing a song what is it always been your thought to, as a solo performer or do you sometimes have bigger ideas yeah i I try not to limit myself to what I can play when I write mm-hmm. and I try not to, anytime I've tried to sit down and say, Oh, Red Molly needs this song and try to write that song. I it's total failure. So <laughs> I, <laughs> um, writing on command is not, not my strong suit, but writing anything that my ear can come up with is good. And then right. after the fact, I tend to say, Oh, well, I can't even play that. There, there's some songs that I've written that I, I don't even necessarily know how to play the chords to that. I rely on other people to play like some of my jazz tunes. I, I can't play all that stuff, but, mm-hmm. but I can hear it. And it's really nice to just free myself as a songwriter that I can write things I can't play. And maybe I'll pass it on to someone else. I have a, a good friend who's a jazz singer 
and uh you know she's been covering one of my songs and that's that's great you know they're not all meant for me even if they come from my writing I I remember a couple of years ago, Spite and Dival recorded one of your songs. Yes. And that was that was that's got to be fun when you hear somebody else doing one of your songs oh, and maybe interpreting it a little bit differently than than you originally planned, right? Oh yeah, it's the best. I remember seeing. I was at the side of the stage at Falcon Ridge the first time I heard them live play that song, and I was trying not to be in their line of sight because I didn't want to make them nervous. They would make me nervous. Um, if the songwriter is watching me, but I was, I was standing there and I just started crying because I was so Aww. happy to hear my song through someone else. Yeah. yeah. It's the highest compliment. <laughs> well, yeah. I tell you, it's, 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 uh, it's amazing. Some of the work that you've been doing. And I think this new Thank album you. is going to get you recognized on a number of fronts. Uh, the, the Dobro playing, the songwriting, your vocals mm. and, and frankly, just the way you recorded this album and, and the way you were able to create that full band sound with just you and your voice and, and the, and the yeah. dobro. Um, now comes the time where I guess you go out and start performing in front of audiences, something that I haven't been able to do because of the pandemic. Are, are you nervous about that? Well, not exactly nervous. It's just, uh, it's different, you know, yeah. it's, it's not quite like it used to be. It's harder to tour right now. That's the reality that um, people are not, everything is costing more um, <laughs> except music. Right, right. <laughs> so we're not charging more for the music. If anything, we're charging less and our expenses are higher. So the reality of my touring right now is not, it's I'm not um, touring the country right now. I'm mm. not a national touring artist because I, I just can't afford to do that at the moment. Um, especially with shows still being canceled and all the trickiness that there is out there. But so it's interesting. I'm relying a little bit more on video, you know, doing still doing live streams and getting the music out that way. And uh, we'll see. It's hard to know what the, the planning is like. I've started doing some opening shows just to get my feet wet and get back in the swing of things. And I gotta tell you, showing up at a club and even unwrapping my cables or taking my microphone out of the pouch. It all feels so good after the last couple of years. Cause it feels like, Oh yeah, this, I know how to do like the live <laughs> stuff. I know how to do this. It's all the computer nonsense, but <laughs> right. it's tough, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. it must be good getting back in front of, a, of an audience. Um, yeah. You have some gigs coming up in June, I believe. I do, yeah. I'm going to be playing at the Rockwood Music Hall, that downstairs cozy little venue where uh -huh. you get to sit down and, and enjoy yourself. And it's a little more peaceful down there, I think. Right. And uh, I'm going to have a guitar player actually back me up on some part of that show. Um, and uh, I just can't resist. There's so many great guitar players and musicians in New York. That sure. it's, that's part of the joy for me now that I've done the thing I wanted to do, which is record the record by myself. Now I can take the songs and see how they grow and change when I play them with other people and start mm. collaborating. Um, I also have, have some plans to do duets with other dobro players. So I want to bring these songs to, you know, the, uh, Cindy Cash Dollar and Mike Witcher and Rob Ikes and all these, all these, sure. I have, I have big plans. I don't know if they'll all come true, but I have dreams of, 
of like two dobro players playing <laughs> playing some of these songs and we'll we'll see yeah. what actually happens yeah you never know keep 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 trying it's gonna it's gonna be some interesting things here uh, yeah. i also believe you're gonna be at new bedford uh folk festival this yeah. year yeah new bedford folk festival one of my favorite festivals because there's, there's a lot of collaboration there um and the, one of the reasons i love collaboration is because it it brings things to life in a way that it doesn't happen if you just play it the same way you always play it mm-hmm. um, i like responding to what someone else plays and then it kind of pushes me in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm also playing um, Club Passim this summer and um, up in Maine. I'm doing one Longfellow Square. So I have some scattered shows around. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to playing live music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope our audience will uh, check out your website, Abby Gardner Music, uh, abbygardner.com, right? Yep. AbbyGardner.com. Okay. Make sure I get that right. Well, listen, Thanks. I want to play another another song from this uh, wonderful CD. Um, you have a song on it called See You Again. Could you uh, mm-hmm. tell us about this one? Yeah, this one was written during the pandemic. My friend uh, Janie Barnett and I, She, uh, we, we've been meeting over Zoom to write songs. She's a Berkeley teacher, voice teacher there and, and songwriting teacher and and we just have a similar background in jazz, but also folk music, um, singer-songwriter stuff. So it's it was really fun to start with her. We we actually started the, writing the song in person before the pandemic, and then afterwards, it just took on a whole new life. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of the melody set, but once everything hit, it the theme of missing someone just took on this whole kind of uh, different approach. It meant more, you know, we had, we had the oomph and the, all the emotion to be able to figure out the the rest of the lyrics and, and really make it true. Hopefully something that will last longer than the current situation. And we don't want to be tied to like um, any language that would kind of date it in this time. So that we tried to keep it timeless, but uh, yeah, I was I was thinking actually about my family and like when will I see you again? And it's just such an unknown that uh, the end of the song, one of one of the arrangements that I did very much on purpose for this song was I didn't resolve it. I kind of ended, and I've actually had some DJs mad about that because they're like you didn't finish the song but but no it was totally intentional that um the melody at the very end it goes out with a dobro solo at the very end i kind of like see you and then it's just silence so You always said we'd go someday I'm counting the stars in each constellation
That was See You Again, and as Abby explained it before we heard it, yes, that is the way it's supposed to end, and I, I, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I didn't even think twice of the, that was something unusual. That, that was uh, the yeah. perfect ending for it, I think. Uh, but yeah. this is from- this is from Abby's new album, Dobro Singer, and we're, we're talking today with Abby here on Traditions. Um, Abby, uh, you know, th- this is so good. I'm, I'm sure you feel relieved to get this album out and excited, too, to uh, yeah. finally have it see the light of day. And uh, I can tell it's going to be getting a lot of airplay all across the country. Um, I have to ask you, while we have you, uh, have you with us today, I'm sure a lot of our listeners, and I'm curious, uh, Anything on the horizon with Red Molly? I know uh, each of you are <laughs> quite busy. I know Molly yeah. Bender has her hands full these days as well. Um, she does. What, 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 what are the plans? Any future uh, shows or anything? We don't have plans right now. I think we're kind of waiting for the natural spark, like the energy towards that project. Um like like you said, each of us have things that we're dealing with, and and uh, yeah, it's it's really interesting because when people ask me, they're they're like, oh, is, did something happen, or why aren't you back? <laughs> like, no, nothing happened. Like we we're actually very much in touch a lot, yeah, um, about songs and just about life. You know, we're we're um, uh, we're still a band in that sense. You know, we're kind of a family band that way, right. but. But getting out on the road, you know, it was, it's a little bit more of a production. So um, I think until things are more, a lot more stable, it would, it would be wise to wait sure. for something that's, that's that big of a production. You know, we would lose a lot of money if we had to cancel things and, and we've already lost a bunch. So 
Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe there'll be some like recording that we do down the road or, or something will spark us to, to get back into it. I think. Yeah. I, I can see the recording. I mean, you're all geographically now you're kind of spread out mm-hmm. from where you used to be a little more closer right. to the metro area, but I can see yeah. the recording now that we've all kind of uh, advanced with technology because of the pandemic. Totally. Um, I can see yeah. something happening there. So uh, something to look forward to. Absence makes the heart grow yeah. fonder, as they say. So we, we look forward right. to whatever the future brings. And yeah, well, I know f- for you immediately, the future is this, this wonderful new album. Um, I, I I always ask artists this, and sometimes it's unfair to ask, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> are you are you already thinking about what your next recording is going to be, or are you even totally. thinking about? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, because I'm wondering. I know it's it's hard in this day and age. Um, you know, CD sales are not what they oh, used to yeah. be. A lot mm-hmm. of artists are now going to recording singles and such. What what do you think your mm-hmm. plans are going to be? Yeah, I keep going back and forth. I'm definitely the kind of person who's planning the next record, you know, while I'm making this record. (laughs) (laughs) There was a point where I was thinking, oh, well, I should I should switch to a singles sort of mentality, um, which is great. But artistically, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I, I make decisions based more on artistic choice than smart business decisions (laughs) so it may be smart to do singles but i also have tons of ideas like uh you know a dobro singer electric album where i do i switch to the lap steel and go and rock out a little bit or Uh or a bluegrass record where i you know hook up with one of my favorite dobro players and get them to produce like a real legit bluegrass record and write all the songs that are bluegrassy and I don't really know. I I, I want to do all of it, but it's a matter of like, what's the next right thing to do? Right. Yeah. Well, we look forward to whatever the future brings because uh, it's always exciting. I mean, every one of your solo Thank albums you. I've enjoyed, and and this one, I I mean, this is really superb. Um, oh, again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for giving me something to play on the radio now. (laughs) Uh, All of our listeners out there, the album is called Dobro Singer. You can find out more at Abby's website, abbygardner.com. And Abby, I'm so grateful that uh, we got to spend some time together today. And uh, I hope we can do this again in person one of these days. Uh, Me too. Me too. Well, let's hope for everybody to stay safe. And uh, before we leave, I do want to play one more song. This is another one Mm -hmm. that really caught my ear the first time I heard it. Uh, A little honky tonk in there going on. What's up with this one? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's called the honky tonk song, but it's right. Yeah, I love that old Western swing, like the mix between jazz and country. That That is Western swing. And when I was writing this, sometimes I write songs to make myself feel better. And it's just what I need to hear. Um, and I know a lot of people like me are just just like, oh, what do I do now? I got to like, I got to pay my bills. But to get my my bills paid, I need a new pair of shoes. And then... To, to buy the shoes, I need to pay the bill, but I can't pay the bills without the job and the job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. A lot of stuff right now, especially financially, is a circle that you can't get out of. And uh, music is really the drug that solves that. You know, it, it can change your mind and make you feel something different without any sort of bad effects to your body or your mind or anything like that. It can just take you away. It's, it's like the original 
the original drug is what I like to think of it as because it's it's so powerful how it can make you feel better even though it's not changing anything. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. that's good. Good words. I mean, that's uh, that's why we do what we do. I think, right? It's uh, true. Makes yeah. us and it makes everybody feel good. I know during the pandemic yeah. we had so many new listeners to this radio station and mm. uh, people writing the music was something that made everybody feel good. And, and this yeah. song makes me feel good. So I think it's a, a perfect way to end our little visit today. Abby, awesome. again, th- thank you. It's always a treat to have you with us and uh, Thanks, best, best of luck with Dobro Singer. Thank you so much. And now here is Abby Gardner with the honky tonk song from Dobro Singer. I need a honky tonk song. I need a honky-tonk song So I can two-step my blues away Give me a steel guitar And a dusty old bar I won't be crying long with my honky-tonk song I can't pay the bills without a decent job I can't Get a job without some good shoes But I can't get the shoes without paying the bills So what am I supposed to do? Trouble weighs me down like a two-ton truck When I sit still for too long That country sound makes me dance around I'm light as air and nothing's wrong With my honky-tonk song yeah, my honky-tonk song I'm gonna two-step these blues away Give me a steel guitar And a dusty old bar I won't be crying long with my honky-tonk song Yeah, I ain't a real traditional gal I can change my oil and my tires I like a new dance partner with every song So I can set the woods on fire (laughs) That man ain't good for talking to He tends to be a bore But he looks pretty cute in his Wrangler jeans And the Stetson that he wore On the dance floor for my honky-tonk song
Hi, this is Abby Gardner, and you're listening to Traditions over at 89.1 FM, WFDU in Teaneck.